Welcome to the BLC Connection Podcast. I'm Brian Kell. I'm Karen Wilson. And I'm Michael Lawrence. Let's get connected. Welcome into the BLC Connection Podcast. And dare I say, this is Sparta. We find ourselves at the Sparta office along with Michael Lawrence. Karen Wilson. All right. So we're here to have fun over here in Sparta. Karen, what can we expect on today's podcast? We have all kinds of great things coming up. We're down here uh, and talking to Ben Clark and Tammy Odom, who is the Sparta District Office Manager and the Customer Relations Supervisor. They're going to tell us all the great things going on in Sparta. And then, of course, we've got um, wonderful technology, back-to-school things. We're going to talk about that. And just, you know, we always have a good time. Yeah. In fact, I think, Micah, we're going to talk about education or something like that, maybe. Education? (laughs) (laughs) Technology, maybe, in education. Uh You got some info for us on that? Well, yeah, that that I can do. Okay. And you also brought your uh, bag of tricks with you. Yeah, we're going to do something different today. You're going to like it. Okay, okay. we'll hope so. All right. So up next, we've got Tammy and Ben. We're in Sparta. Hang loose. It is the BLC Connection Podcast. BLC Connection Podcast, Brian Kell, also Micah Lawrence, and we have with us two of Sparta's best, two of White County's best, Tammy Odom and also Ben Clark. Guys, welcome in the BLC Connection Podcast. Thank Thank you. Yeah, I know Tammy's real excited. I am. We'll get to you in a minute, okay? (laughs) Ben, uh, it's been a couple of years now, I think, since you became the district manager over here in Sparta. Correct. Tell us about that and tell us about you. Well, it's been an exciting venture for me. I've you know, been a been Loman employee for 24 years. Uh, since I started in construction in 1999, I, I, was, I always had a goal of trying to find somewhere where I was comfortable. Uh, I enjoyed construction work. I was young. You know, everything was good. But once I moved into install repair after a couple of years, I started finding out where I really wanted to be. Uh, so I started setting my goals, and it looked like that Mike Prater was going to, he was the existing manager at that time, and it looked like that maybe that might be where I would like to be someday. So I set my goal on it, and here we are. Yeah. Uh, I've had a great career here. Uh, I will have to thank the board of directors and Greg Smart. Without them, I would not have this opportunity. Uh, they put confidence in me. Greg did, and here I am. Good bunch of guys, right? Great there. bunch <laughs> of guys. They are. Yeah. So, Ben, um, you know, we see that the Sparta office serves around 8,000 customers currently in White County, and some people may not know it, about 2,000 more um, out of Van Buren County. We, we, we're starting to see these numbers grow and new people coming into these areas. As a, as a lifelong White Countyan, uh, talk about the growth being experienced in these areas and, you know, what the, the office here in Sparta is doing. Yeah, well, it's it's a great time for us as a company. I think things are really going well. We're just wide open everywhere, every area. Uh, looks like Tennessee must be the place to come because that's where everybody wants to move, it <laughs> yeah. seems like. Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, it, it is a double-edged sword. We we need, you know, a lot of things. Uh, we still have some fiber areas in copper that need to be built in fiber, and we have a lot of fiber working in White County. But as as far as how things have changed, I think the demographic as a whole has changed in White County. You know, I, I grew up here. I've been, I was born and raised in White County. Things have changed. I mean, it just has. And of course, change is something we have to roll with. We always have to find a way to make it through these changes. And so that's uh, as far as how it's changed what we do, 
uh, we just got a lot more people to serve. I mean, a lot more areas that, that – uh, and it's hard to future-proof our facilities. You know, we just got a lot of adversity to overcome. But from a company standpoint, we have really done well, I think. Ben, you know, we, Micah brought this up as far as covering White County, Van Buren County. Let's, let's talk about White County. It's where the office sits right here in Sparta. Over the last couple of years, uh, it's been a lot of work. You've talked about kind of blowing and going and, and yeah. really, really kind of kind of staying pretty busy with you and your crews. What area? Tell us about the areas that it maybe have been built and what is currently being built and kind of what's on the horizon. So kind of the, the past, present, and future of White County builds. Well, we've had a, a little bit of an advantage in White County simply because when the CEO at the time, LaVoy Knowles, uh, had a plan and, and the copper was kind of going away and, and they just decided, this has probably been 17, 18 years ago, to anywhere the copper plant was going bad, we would go ahead and implement fiber. Well, it just happened to be White County where we kind of started with that. And, you know, the Ozine area, the Bondicroft area, and, even, and now Van Buren, you know, uh, that's just where they went. So we had a little bit of an edge over the rest of our uh, service territory simply because we were the first to get the fiber to the home. Uh, the thing about that is, as time goes on, it takes a while to get all this stuff coordinated as far as getting the engineering done, the staking done, the crews to get it built, the uh, trying to figure out, do we put this here, do we put that there? But it, as far as, as a whole, White County has been on the edge of this fiber for some time. Now, we did have some areas like Dole, for instance. Uh, we have just gotten done with Dole this past year, and they've opened it up. And I know those folks down there have been suffering for a while, yeah. you know, but – I mean, I, I kept telling them we were coming, we were coming, and we did, and we're there now. So, man, if you live in Dole, we've got you covered. Out. We do. And now we're trying to get some areas in White County that kind of got skipped over a little bit because in the beginning stages of this, we thought our copper was going to be sufficient for somewhat. Uh, the broadband needs weren't as much as they are now. Now we're seeing that the fiber is the only thing that's going to carry it. And so – now we're having to go back to these shorter distances, some of these remotes that didn't have a lot of serving customers in it now. And so that's going to be our plans in the future is to get White County completely built out. So, yeah. Um, outside of the work with, with crews and builds and, and kind of planning out what's going on with that, in, in your position, we all know this, but folks out there may not know, but, you know, in your position too, you got to work, you know, with local city and county officials and, and kind of, Kind of, kind of uh, be a liaison, you know, between Bill and Loman and them. Kind of talk about that. Well, we do. We we need to be a presence in, in all the local governments in the city and county. Uh, I try to attend at least one county meeting a month and at least two city council meetings a month. Uh, it's just important for us, I think, as a company to stay plugged in and get that handshake good and tight because we support the community as much as the community supports us. Mm -hmm. And so any kind of relationship that you can have with these local leaders, I think it improves, you know, their situation and ours as a company. It makes us stronger, gives them a better service. A, a, you know, they know that we're going to be there. We're local. You know, they see us every day. Anytime that you can communicate with the local governments in a positive way, that gives the public the view, hey, they're for real. Yeah. You know, they are here to stay. You know, we're we're. I mean, we're plugged in. We, we do a lot in the community, not just with local governments, with the school systems. We're just everywhere that you look, Ben Loman is present. Literally, we are here to serve. Yes. Whatever, whatever that means. Yes. So let, let's uh, shift gears here. Tammy, 
Tell us about you. Lived here most of my life. It's a great place to grow up. Lots of family, friends, small community. Went to work right after graduation at Citizens Bank. Worked there for 12 years. Uh, Joyce Dodson and Debbie Mills uh, recruited and pretty much was asking me if I would be interested to come to Ben Loman. Best decision I ever made. Been here for for about 23 years now, nearly. And a lot of changes. We, at that time, was basically doing just landline service, dial-up internet, and just starting DSL. And we've seen a lot of changes since then. A lot faster speed. A lot more demand. So... You're the you're the district customer relations supervisor. Yes. Right. So you, I guess to put that in in terms that that both us and folks listening can be able to the the front office ladies and men that that have uh, that are up there serving folks as they come in the drive through and also uh, walking up you you're kind of in charge of that bunch over there which. That can be like herding cats when Christy Judd's around. Uh, That's just on the side yeah, there. Yeah, all of them, really. <laughs> for for folks that haven't been to Sparta, uh, the office here in, in a while or maybe ever, talk about some of the just, first of all, I guess the structural changes to the front and some of those new faces that, that folks can see. When did we redo the building? Do you think about five years ago? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, we kind of made it more modern. At the time, it was more 80s. Back in the 80s, we yeah. had a little mauve, and, you know, that's how long it had been. But we we do have some uh, new hires. I think the last time that we had hired anyone was about 12 years ago, mm-hmm. and we hired Dawson Givens about three years ago. He just graduated high school, and recently we uh, have a new hire, Molly Wittenberg, that about three or four months, she's been with us. They catch on so quick. (laughs) You know, they're used to the technology. You know, that's what they grew up with, whereas, you know, we had to learn it as we kind of went along, and it takes us older folks a little bit longer to get used to it. (laughs) But, hey, we catch on. Yeah. Tell us about the bond between you and the folks up front and also the people that come into the office or through the drive throughs because I know that I've seen that. I mean, there, there are folks that, that love coming in. I mean, they could pay their bill through the drive through or they could pay it uh, online and all that stuff, but they just, they really love coming in, and, and it's a there's a bond there, right? Well, yeah. I mean, we try to make people feel like, you know, they've walked into a place where we're happy to see them, and we truly are. We want them to have a good experience. And, you know, they might even go out of the office with a hug (laughs) or, you know, here, uh, would you like a bottle of water with how hot it is right now? You know, so um, and the bond I have with all the girls and guys in the office, they're perfect. I mean, it's just like we're a family. And if one's going through something, we all go through it. You know, we encourage each other. We try to pull, you know, our weight and everybody do, do their job to do what's right for the customers. I like what you said there. It's like a family because I was going to say it's a very homey atmosphere Mm -hmm. uh, when the customers are in the building, when the customers aren't even in the building, between everybody here and really with the customers as well, it's one big family. It is, and you'll catch us kidding around with each other and acting silly, (laughs) and we even do it with some customers. You know, some customers you can get by with that, but 
Um, and, you know, we just love to see new faces come through the door, and we love to see those older ones too because, you know, the older ones is the ones that really make their appearance, and we try to really make them feel good about them coming in and they're the ones that usually get the hugs or picked on whichever you know but they love it so 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 tammy you know we, we were talking about people coming in and 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 coming into the office and talking to you ladies and, and men so how long does it kind of take for someone to come sign up for service and you know is there anything that they can do beforehand to maybe speed it up or is there an alternate way of signing up for service well i have noticed a lot of people are emailing us now about services so a lot of times i will pass those on to the other girls or i do them myself we either email them or call out most time i call out and i try to get all the information over the phone um what we need from them is just you know like their address um what service they're interested in um we do need a copy of their driver's license uh, some of it can be done by email. Some of them choose to come inside the and sign the paperwork. But most of the time, I try to do it all right over the phone so I can hurry up and get them scheduled because, you know, our schedule can be out two weeks, and some people don't want to wait that long, you know. So, um, but just it takes maybe 10 minutes on the phone at most. And then they can zip right in, sign the paperwork, give us a, their driver's license. We can make a copy. Or they choose to do it, email, send it back, which that's fine, too. But if they come in the office 10, 15 minutes, try to give them all the information they need and get it done, get them in and out as quick, but still try to, you know, make them feel comfortable. I haven't been involved in this side of the process in, in a while, but I think folks, well, yeah, they can still be able to go to our website. If they're interested in a, mm -hmm. in a uh, service or services, uh, name, phone number, email, uh, just some real quick things on their interest level. And, and probably safe to say within 24 hours, definitely, but sometimes it's 12 or, or, or even less than that. You guys can get that from, from folks that are kind of collating that information. If they're from White County, they're sending them to you guys mm -hmm. and be able to reach back out. So even going to our website, if, if somebody goes to one, any of our pages really and says, Hey, I'm kind of interested in security or I'm kind of interested in secure everywhere. You guys are getting that information and turning around and reaching right back out to them. Yeah. Yeah. I had one yesterday. I think they had sent it in like at um, 3.45, and I think I responded probably within five minutes. But that's not always the case because we could sure. be with the customer or, you know, the weekend or whatever. But we try to get with them as soon as possible. So yeah, they know stuff. we're interested in getting, you know, them taken care of. So. Mr. Ben, yes, we are sitting inside an award-winning building here today, award-winning office here in White County. Talk about last year's Chamber Award. Well, it just goes to prove that Ben Loman is definitely represented well in White County. Uh, all the business owners, all the residents, they realize how important we are to the community. And I think that was just evident of it. You know, everyone voted on that the, within uh, the organization, and they just thought Ben Loman brought the most as far as influence and change in this community as any business. And I thought that was uh, – I received it well. I think Ben Loman was well represented there that night, and it was just great, a great accomplishment for us as a company. 
Well, and, and I will say this over the years, you've seen it. I've seen it. Uh, the White County Chamber is first class all the way around. And they've been a huge champion of Ben Lomond over the years because they've seen those people that you guys were talking about earlier that are moving into this area and what broadband can mean to somebody who's working from home, yeah. education. You, you've seen it and you've yeah. talked about it. That, yeah. That's been big for the chamber to promote that. Oh, it's huge. And, you know, Marvin Bullock, he's, he's simply, he's just turned his time in. I hate to see Marvin go, you know. Oh, but, I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. He's retiring wow. and stepping down at the end of this year, I think. But, man, he's been a great advocate for us as a company. He knows, you know, he was an old, he's re, not an old, he's a retired school teacher and then took this position as a, a industrial recruiter slash chamber, you know, president. But, man, he's done such a great job, and, and he is a strong advocate for us, yeah. knowing the first question these businesses want to know is, what kind of broadband service can I get? And he knows right off the bat. Ben Loman is there to serve, and that's all. That's great. Now, so, salute to Mar. I'm hearing that for the first time. So, salute to to Marvin Bullock because he has truly been a gold standard of, of uh, what it means to kind of bring together a, a chamber. So, yes, kudos to him. So, so Ben, I, I know you know as you're talking about how Ben Loman has helped the community and, and things of that nature. We know there's this small thing that happened in uh, 2020 uh, with the uh, pandemic, right? Yes. Um, I know that we have, uh, and I work with you and everybody else to to put in some Wi-Fi hotspots yes. for a lot of different reasons. So, t tell why why did we put those hotspots in? Where can they find them? Yeah, tell us a little more about that. Well, you know, a lot of our community just you know for whatever reason their broadband service just wasn't efficient enough to do their schoolwork, and these children were having to be you know they sent them home to do schoolwork from home, and a lot of them didn't have internet access for whatever reason, you know. Uh, whether it was where they lived or whether they were in between homes or, or whatever. And so we uh, set up a couple of spots in the county within, you know, one of them is right here at our main office, you know, it's right out in our parking lot. You can pull up anytime still today and get this free Wi-Fi if you so need it. And like if you're in between jobs or whatever and things are, you know, a little bit misfortune as far as finances and you're needing to search for a job, just pull right up in our parking mm -hmm. lot, jump on your phone and find it. Uh, also down in the west end of the community at the uh, White County Recreational Complex, uh, we set one up down there. And so you can pull up in that gravel parking lot by the baseball fields at, at any time. Still today, they're still in operation for the folks to, to get on and do what they need to do. Our mobile, talking about Wi-Fi, our mobile Wi-Fi van has also played a part in some important gatherings in White County over the years. Talk about those those kind of events, Ben. I know that come into mind, Liberty Square, also the airport. It, it's played a part in, in, in trying to bring people connectivity in some places they wouldn't expect it, right? Oh, it really has. And, you know, the, the, the need for that type of thing that some of these uh, organizations set up for, like, well, I know last year, we, we, it seemed like each year we add something to it. Uh, this last year, we set it up over at the Courthouse Pavilion for the National Day of Prayer. And so, man, that was a huge, uh, you know, because they streamed that mm. that that uh, service. And so they were looking for a way to get it, you know, out to the folks that couldn't come. And so that was huge. Uh, we go to the uh, White County Fair every year and set up with it uh, for all the folks around the grandstand area to be able to get on their mobile devices and, and even some of the vendors there, you know, get on it to use it to scan credit cards or whatever for their payments. And and so uh, we do that. We do it uh, at the Van Buren, I think it's a Spencer homecoming they Absolutely. have. Absolutely, yep. We do it up there. Uh, the White County Upper Cumberland uh, Regional Airport has an air show in the fall. Mm -hmm. 
we always set up for that, and the vendors set up, of course, and they utilize that, you know, to create sales. Yeah. Their point of sales has to have an internet access, and it's up there. They just set it up, man. It, it just works great for them. Uh, same thing at Liberty Square. Mm-hmm. You know, we set it up for that Liberty Square celebration each year. And so I know there's other things that, that it's been used for. That's mainly White County, Van Buren County. And special thanks to Micah Lawrence being involved in that. Oh, yeah. The, the, the genesis of that. It's, yeah. it was a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great project. It yeah, is. Yeah, it was, it was fun, exciting to create that because it was something new and different, yeah. you know, and, and to see the benefit of it, of being able to go to, you know, different places through our service territory. Oh, yeah. It's been great. Mm-hmm. So. So uh, switching back to Tammy, uh, White County seems to have, uh, you know, been a special place for Ben Loman. You know, we, it sounds like from from both of you guys talking, it's it's been great for us. Tell me what it means to you to, to live and serve in White County. Well, White County has been a great place to raise my children. I have three. They all played sports, made tons of friends throughout the sports, the families traveling, and then working here at Ben Loman, you get to really know the the people that live here. It's a small town, but we serve quite a few people. And I just love White County. It's just a great place. Yeah, it, it really is. As far as um, anything in closing uh, from either one of y'all, Tammy, anything that we might have missed or or uh, that, that folks out there need to know about, about White County or the Sparta office here, anything? Uh, If you have any questions about any of our services, um, we would be glad to answer those. And if if we're unable to, we can get Ben Clark to help us out with that. (laughs) We try to be knowledgeable in Sparta, but sometimes we have to lean on Ben here, so... And he knows everything. Well, I don't know about everything. <laughs> Good person to rely on. Yes. Yeah. Ben, anything in closing you know, that we need to mention? I will step right on top of what Tammy was saying about a good place to raise your family. Because my wife and I have been married 37 years. Two. My mother and daddy were both by vocation. They farmed and worked public jobs. My wife and I are farm oriented and, and by vocation. And her family does full-time farming. So... It's just a great little farming community. It's uh, We've been insulated from a lot of things of the world, you know, mm-hmm. it's simply by being in a small town. But uh, it is a great place to raise children. I've got three myself, and uh, two of them are school teachers, and the other one's a senior tech and auctioning and, and real estate business with True North Realty. And so he's really done a great job, too. And, and so as far as raising children, you couldn't find it. And that's one reason people like to move here. They come here, they visit, they see the small town scenarios, and they just love it. They just they want to move here, and here they come, you know. And so I will say one other thing about the, what makes us great in, in, as far as Ben Loman and Sparta and White County, Van Buren County, is our employees. Every service technician, every CSR up front, from the assignment group over here, Mark Benningfield and Dawson Givens, we've just got a great group from beginning to end. And without them, they make Tammy and I look really good. I just tell you, they just do. Well, in closing, a couple of words. Very rarely ever say this. Go Warriors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> and then yurt. Yurt. <laughs> Whatever that means, right? Yurt. Yep. Yurt. 
So anyway, hi, how are you? Have a great day. Yurt. That's, that's what that means. It's all comboed together. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, you learned something new today here on the Ben Loman uh, Connection Podcast. Ben Clark, Tammy Odom, thank you all for being on the podcast. Thank, thank you. you. This is the BLC Connection Podcast, and it is time for our Connected Home segment, and we're going to branch that out a little bit further uh, into technology and going back to school. I'm Karen Wilson, and Micah and Brian are back to talk to us about um, the back-to-school time and all the technology that could be utilized for students this year. So let's start with something old school. (laughs) What, uh, for each of you, was your favorite back-to-school purchase when you were a kid? Do you want the, the, the I almost said normal, the regular person, or you want Bill Gates over here? Well, let's start with Bill Gates, okay, yeah. and then we'll go to <laughs> Take it away, Bill. You. I, I mean, honestly, I didn't look forward to anything. Like, I, it was school. I mean, I didn't care for school but as far as as far as me the thing i look forward to is the report card at the end of the school year that's about it so wow yeah i mean as far as you know i didn't care about backpacks or pencils or pens or anything like that it's just you know it's just find me a pencil so i can do my work that's that's just strictly utilitarian well i I didn't say i wasn't weird you know i just you know (laughs) you never claimed to be normal i was gonna say i never claimed to be normal so What about you, Brian? Well, us superficial people, Karen, <laughs> as, as you kind of said before we started this, man, it was all about getting a new Trapper Keeper for me. I mean, when you when you kind of threw this question out, I'm like, oh, it's the Trapper Keeper. It's little things like, and I still see it on on uh, social media, uh, the, the the sports pencils where you could get like uh, NFL teams, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. You could and, buy and, those at our little school pencil yeah. shop. And and you st- and I always started with the Atlanta Falcons, and who is my next favorite team? And I didn't want to use the Miami Dolphins or you know all those, but yeah, just the specialness of all that kind of kind of stuff going on. I know. Into it. it was That's kind you. of fun to like have this whole new uh, tool set. You know, mine yeah. was uh, other than the Trapper Keeper, my box of crayons, the big one with the sharpener yeah. in it and stuff. You didn't like that? To have. Didn't new care. crayons that were not dull and just all the yes. new colors and stuff. That was... Wasn't that it like was a box of 100 or something, something like that? Something like just that. Just big. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. All the power here. Now, what about the color-changing pencils? Did y'all, y'all have that? Yeah, where you could click down different different sides of the no, pencil. No, no, no. That, that? That's the pen. But, uh-huh. but yes, that's definitely oh. old school there. Yeah. Uh-huh. But like, uh, well, Ben Loman gave out some of these pencils at one point in time where where you held it and the heat oh, from your hand that made was, it change to a different color. That's too technological for us. Oh, I mean, okay. we, yeah, that, so, that's... So, so I was already working by the time they developed those. So what you're saying is, is uh, you know, Moses wasn't handing those out when you were going back to I'll school. I'll say that, sure. <laughs> what about the little eraser guys and stuff like Space Invader kind of things? To be able to collect those, I thought was so cool, too, uh-huh. back in the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, my how times have changed, yes. that is for sure. And, and technology has been a big part of that. Um, Micah, as many students are utilizing laptops now, let's start with that. What types of laptops or tablets are good for maybe each age group because you're thinking about you know elementary school is is one category and then you get into like middle school and high school where they're more responsible and then college so i get asked this question a lot a lot of different people they're wanting to know you know what can i get my kid where i see this more on is is on the college kids side uh, mainly because you know in 
elementary side, they're generally given most of the time things like tablets or maybe even Chromebooks. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're even seeing this on the high school side. Now, as far as a, a, you know, computer to have at home for them to do their works, you know, just, just any computer is going to probably work. And the reason being is because most of the classrooms have shifted to, you know, like a Google classroom where, you know, the ability to have a word processor or an Excel spreadsheet type thing, you know, it's, it's all driven web-based. So that's the reason why Chromebooks work really well. Um, I know I bought my daughter a, a Chromebook that, you know, would be ours, um, at, at home for her to do her homework in case, you know, like let's say they left theirs at school or, you know, anything can happen. So I think for, for most of your elementary and, you know, high school type groups, Chromebooks are going to work good. You know, they're really inexpensive. They're generally anywhere from three to $500 uh, is not a bad deal. Now, college ends up being a different story because uh, it does not seem to have as yet, you know, where colleges are, are utilizing more of the web-based stuff. So I always tell people, um, you know, you want kind of at least a medium of the road uh, processor. Um, Intel is kind of the most popular one. Um, they generally have an i3, i5, and an i7 processor. And all that means is that's the order of quality and performance. So what I would say, anything with an i5 or i7 is, is good. Nowadays, as far as operating systems are concerned, because everybody's buying Windows, mostly. If you're buying a Mac, honestly, just about any Mac or Apple computer is going to be good. Um, but you know, with the, the memory, you want as much memory as you can get. Um, hard drive space, uh, I'm you know, it's just everything, everything that they're coming out with nowadays is really good. Uh, but one of the things they've got this new technology called solid state drives. Uh, what it is, is there's no mechanical parts in this hard drive, and which is good for a couple different reasons. One is since there's no moving parts in the hard drive, if anything gets um, dropped or slightly dropped, and we know when it comes to college kids, mm-hmm. yes. you know, throw them in your backpack you or, know mm-hmm. you know, falling off your dorm room desk, you know, it can easily damage it because it's moving parts in there. So with solid state drives, it's what's called flash memory. Um, it's very similar to what's in your cell phones and your tablets, things like that. There's no moving parts to that storage. And then the, the second part about this is you get the performance. They're super fast. From the managed IT perspective, when we go out to some businesses, they have some computers that are not really too old, but when you look at their system resources, they're they're basically twiddling their thumbs. They're sitting there waiting for the hard drive to catch up. Mm-hmm. So we can go out there for these businesses, swap and clone their drives to solid states, and it's almost like a brand new computer. So in terms of performance, there's a big deal with those. So those are kind of the three big things I would look at is, you know, one, the processor, number two, the memory, you know, as much memory as you can get for the price. And then lastly, I would do a solid state drive. If you kind of hit those three, you pretty much are going to get a decent last laptop or desktop. And then also I'm looking at from the longevity perspective of, you know, is it going to last them all the way through college? And even outside of that, I'd say absolutely do that. Speaking of longevity, this just hit me. How, how long can someone expect a, average laptop uh used starting off at used at school whether it's for high school use or, or college use to be to be uh good to be good for them for x number of years what, what's your thoughts when people ask you that well and that, that comes to your definition of good yeah <laughs> you yeah. know um you know to me is is the way technology is progressing i would say anywhere from three to five years you're looking at probably wanting to upgrade because 
you know, the latest version of Windows is out or the latest version of Apple's out. And I mean, it's kind of like your cell phones, you know, you're three to five years, you're starting to notice that one, they're not really updating your software anymore, or it's not really performing the way it did at one point in time. You know, that's the other question I get asked too, you know, about internet. They're like, well, it used to be on dial-up. It used to fly. Well, when we were on dial-up days, it was mostly your web pages were text. You know, when you go to things like Fox News or any of these news websites now, it's just absolutely full of uh, pictures and and videos, and, and that takes it even a step further. They're like, well, DSL used to be great at one point in time. Well, now we're in the age of video too and very high graphic video so you know dsl is no longer quite cutting cutting it anymore which is why we're trying to move everybody to fiber Mm -hmm. so it's just things progress and so you have to kind of go with the technology now you can be on the cutting edge you can be on the bleeding edge there's Mm -hmm. (laughs) lots of things you can do and i would always encourage you know everyone to say okay you know find you a good budget you know, look at replacing three to five years. You know, if you buy a better laptop now, you're probably looking closer to the five-year edge as opposed to if you buy something that you buy at some of these, you know, stores that are here local that their their intention is to sell you something cheap, you're going to get what you pay for. Right. Definitely with technology. And I'm sure keeping your updates on your laptops and things like that are always good. That way it's got the latest Mm-hmm. Uh, software and virus protections yes. and things like that. Yes. Because I know that's what tends to slow people down sometimes is all the little bugs you get. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, Brian, after the student comes home with the device, how does the speed of the Internet in the home make a difference? And, and what speeds would you think students would need? So, uh, you know, one thing at Ben Loman uh, is that, that we don't have the plural. We have the singular uh, here at Ben Loman, especially when it comes down to fiber. And right now, as we speak, close to 88 percent of our entire territory is fiber. So that is that is uh, being chipped away on uh, on every day. Um, so we offer a synchronous gig, uh, both in download speed and upload speed. So a few things that, that I'll talk about that I've heard from our customers that they love about what we offer when it comes down to education. Number one is reliability. Uh, Micah could speak at this much better than I could, but with, and I think we've done some podcast uh topics on this before, but just the number of outbound connections that we've got uh, to the internet, I think that stands at eight today, I think. And so uh, should there be uh, an issue with one of our connections, we've still got multiple, multiple, multiple connections to be able to provide internet to our customers. Uh, So the reliability factor has been very huge. Uh, Should there be something that does happen uh, at your home and you've got one of our Gigaspire routers, if you're trying to, you're on a deadline to be, uh, to get something turned in and something's going wrong. Man, we've talked about this just about every podcast, the fact that we've got folks that are sitting in our McMinnville office waiting to take your phone call and help troubleshoot uh, an issue with you uh, to be able to get uh, you in a situation where, okay, wow, now I'm good. So so that has always uh, been a very good feedback from our customers when it comes down to folks that are, uh, that are studying or being able to turn in reports online situations. And the other thing, too, that a lot of other companies don't highlight that we have – especially over the last couple to a few years, and that is our upload speed. And so more and more situations where your kids, Karen, my kids, you know, Micah's 
uh, child is moving into high school and all that stuff. And so the ability to be able to, uh, you know, upload large files, should that be the case with a particular uh, homework assignment or report or whatever that is. And then also being able to uh, communicate from a, from a video chat standpoint too. And so the, the need on the upload side, uh, especially during the pandemic, we saw it from people that were working from home, people that were, that were in education and, and having to school from home. Those have been some of the things that, that I've seen and I've heard from our customers as what's important to them when it comes down to education from home. But I will throw it to you in case there is something I've missed, you being the techie that I that you are. Well, the only thing I'd like to bring out is, you know, we I know at Ben Loman we make a, a big attention to the whole upload part mm-hmm. of this. I, I don't think a lot of customers understand why this is important. And the reason why it's important is, you know, most of your daily use is going to be download, right? You know, that's where you want your highest speed. And and this used to be an issue when it came to DSL because your download was always higher than your upload was. Well, we're moving into a different age um, of, you know, communication across the Internet. One of the things is like, you know, I've heard of homework assignments of, you know, make a YouTube video and, and then post it. Mm-hmm. And then this is a part of your you know, yes, uh, of, have, of your homework you're assignment, great. right? Yeah, and and you know what people don't realize that is upload. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about videos, just like what we just talked about with dial up and DSL, you know, uh, bandwidth requirements have changed. And so when you start uploading, you know, video files, it's going to take a while if you don't have fast enough speed. So that's the reason why it's really important. You know, I'd also encourage people to to look at you know what they're doing when they're recording videos on their. Um, iPhones, for example, um, you know, they're getting to be better cameras, yeah. higher megapixels, you know, higher resolutions, 4K, 60 frames per second. You know, you hear all these fancy words. What it means is consumes a lot of bandwidth. That's right. And so if you got things like iCloud on your uh, on your Apple devices, and I'm sure Android's got, you know, Google Drive and things like that, is... This this is all upload when it syncs and backs your stuff up to the cloud. Mm-hmm. This is all mm-hmm. upload. And at one point in time, you did not have enough upload to be able to do some of these services. So upload is a, a very important thing, especially when it comes to homework assignments and you know things of that nature. So it's really important. So I just wanted to kind of throw that out there because sometimes that's not really talked about on the upload yeah. side. Yeah. And like you said, anymore, we're not just getting information, but we're giving information to our teachers, professors work, uh, and we're having to send that. And mm-hmm. sending is is the upload yes. side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Micah, you know, part of the battle, I guess, when the kids come home from school is keeping the kids on task with their homework, um, with all the technology distractions and things like that. I know we have Experience IQ. How does that kind of help with the problem? So, obviously, your biggest issue is your your kids are wanting to be distracted by a text message, by, um, you know, an app that's constantly giving them notifications. Hey, click me and finish this part of the video game or somebody sent you a Snapchat or, you know, all kinds of different things. And what experience IQ allows you to do is it allows you to set time limits uh, where you can take their specific devices and say, okay, I'm only going to give you an hour or I'm going to say between this time period and this time period, you cannot use the Wi-Fi and use your phone. Um, and so the, these are good things. You know, used to, we would have to say, well, if you want, you know, we'd have to go and change the Wi-Fi password and say, if you want today's password, you know, do your homework and then show it to me and then I'll give you the password. So this gives you a little bit more flexibility where it's kind of more automatic 
static, mm-hmm. um, where, where I think it's very beneficial because we do have to try to eliminate those distractions because even as adults, we get distracted as well. So, you know, this sometimes we got to train the, train these habits for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot more distractions. It's not just Gilligan's Island and the Munsters <laughs> on TV anymore. <laughs> Going old school again. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so um, let's go back to kind of what, um, you know, each of you, what you think about what app do you use that you wish were available when you were a student or an app that, that is good for students, you think? Me go first. Go for it. All right. One that one, and, and I think I've said this before. As far as what what my favorite app is, and it continues to be something I know that helps me and Karen both. And that's Grammarly. Uh, I just think it's so. Being somebody when I was in high school and college that that was not the best writer a, at all, and 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 gradually tried to get better as moved along. But just what Grammarly can do for me, even in today's world, I know for you too, just being able to uh, look at, at, at what you're trying to say, how you're trying to say it, and uh, so whether that's for education purposes and writing a report or sometimes long answers that you really want to feel like you've kind of kind of put on steroids a little bit and really let it be something that shines, um, Grammarly has has helped me at work and would have helped me tremendously in college being a journalism major, broadcast journalism, or or even in high school in, in writing reports. I can't imagine in today's world writing a report uh, without it and and think, man, I wish I would have had that back then because it would have made it so much easier. Uh, but maybe by plowing through it like we did, you know, it caused us to have to be a little bit more uh, creative on our own without something supplying us with a little bit more of that creativity. Yeah, I can remember in college having to buy a hard brace because mm. you had to refer back and think, okay, is this a... You know, is there a comma splice or whatever? So yeah. it just does make us better writers. And and also just to, to wrap it up too, I still have in my office from nineteen from the fall of nineteen ninety my dictionary and thesaurus, and the thesaurus was such a a, a godsend for me to have. But now everything's at our fingertips, and especially Grammarly says, "Don't you want to say it this way, or what about this word and all that?" So it's been yeah. great. And there's free versions of uh, it that are yes. still really good. I, I'm gonna tell you, I probably wouldn't have made it through some of my English classes without a heartbreak. So mm-hmm. I, I know what yeah, you're talking about. Right, there. Well, right. Sure. What about what? What do you use a lot of now that you wish, or you know, that you think is good for students? So um, I, 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 this is two part. Uh, answer here but part number one is is um, i've recently found that there is an app um called i think it's calculator 84 Hmm. and it is an emulator for your iphone it's an app that emulates a ti 84 calculator from texas instrument i was gonna say text ti texas instrument so again i'm a nerd i understand but um I, i love math i enjoy math a whole lot and you know, to be able to have a full-blown TI-84, or I had an 83 when I was in school, no telling what it was. You know, I think it gets, it, it changes as years go along. But being able to have that on my phone, because I am helping some nieces and nephews on math, with math, and then also help my daughter and things like that. It's just to be able to have that to do those complex um, equations is really good. But uh, I want to take that a step further with saying, also, I found and discovered a website that could be good for everybody else is, you know, I've I graduated in two thousand, so my ability to retain and remember how all those equations works is a little difficult. Uh, there's a website called MathIsFun.com, okay, and it has um, all the um, 
equations that these kids go through and gives examples and, and English descriptions of how, how it works and, you know, all that stuff. It's had helped me refresh my memory to help them. Mm-hmm. So that kind of two part is good. But as far as to answer your original question of what at what I would love to have had back then, this is really bad, okay? Okay. Have you heard of chat GPT? Yes. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, it's going to yeah. change things. Okay. So, you know, I know that you can go in there and say, basically, I need a term paper on the subject of this, this or that. <laughs> basically, it'll write it for you. So, you know, from a student's perspective, that would be great. <laughs> but How do you manage that as a teacher? But I mean, then that's, just that's so the good part is, is from a teacher's perspective is now they're coming out with software that squash that or identify that these have been written by the the uh, artificial intelligence mm-hmm. that are out there right now. So um, teachers have to defend against that, obviously. So, um, you know, <laughs> but like I said, from a student's perspective, so I didn't have to write half of those papers. <laughs> I would have loved to have that. Yeah, so, yeah. so just to let the audience know, take a peek into the brains of Brian, Micah, and Karen. Karen <laughs> loved her crayons. Uh-huh. Brian liked his Trapper Keeper. And Micah liked the TI-84. Mm-hmm. So you see who the smart one is <laughs> yeah. in the Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So, but with all of us, we're a well-rounded panel, I will say. I think so. So so. thank you for giving uh, all of your thoughts on that. There's some great... apps and and technology devices out there for kids always as we like to remind people at Ben Loman keep an eye on your kids uh, as they're on their devices and things of that nature and and just help them help themselves with those things so um, but all great ideas for helping make students lives easier and thank you Brian and Micah We're back with Connect with BLC. Karen, what can we expect for Channel 6 or the YouTube channel or Connect Magazine? Well, we're um, diligently uploading older content to YouTube. So for those of you who have missed episodes of things uh, in the past, go to our YouTube channel. Um, So that's always a great resource. Also, Channel 6 is getting really busy with all the fair pageants coming up and football season is coming up. So August and September uh, just look for all that great content on Channel 6. All right, Brian, what can we expect for some events in our service area for September? Karen's already teased it. Fair, fair, fair. So here's what we've got going on in September. September 5th, the Coffee County Fair begins, or maybe it's the 4th, which is Labor Day, I guess. They're really starting it, I guess, on the Labor Day. The weekend before, um, actually the Friday night before Labor Day, oh. I believe, is when it starts. Okay, so it's mm-hmm. the first then, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then White County Fair begins on... Same time. Same time. So that Friday as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Which is why we're breaking up and doing all that. Uh, Behind the scenes, we're trying to get to all these different places. So we're going to have free Wi-Fi around the grandstand. Is that correct? And Mm -hmm. also around our gig box or our biz box. We had it over there last year. So we'll have two areas where folks can be able to get free Wi-Fi from Ben Loman, which is kind of cool. So you can find the the BLC gig box right beside the Kwanzaa huts uh, as you get ready to go into the Midway there at the White County Fair. Mm-hmm. September 8th, I think that's the right date, Warren County Fair begins. Uh, the Wi-Fi van will show up uh, beginning September 11th, which I think is on a Monday. Yes. And so we'll have free Wi-Fi at the grandstand area, drop by our booth at all of these places. We've got one in Coffee County. We've got one in White, White County and also in Warren County as well to get all kinds of cool little freebies from us and more information on uh, on all of the services we provide. And one last fair. 
I think it's September 13th. Van Buren County Fair begins. You can take advantage of free Wi-Fi around the 4-H building, around the food booth there. In fact, that's on all the time. We talked about some of the pandemic stuff that we did uh, back to help people out. That has been an area that continues to have uh, free Wi-Fi provided for it, I believe, year-round. So Van Buren, Warren County, White County, Coffee County, come see us, get some free stuff, and get some free Wi-Fi at just about every one of those. Hadn't got Coffee mm-hmm. County yet, but... Hopefully so. We'd love to. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, guys. So I want to try something a little different today. Okay. So here's, you know, I, I, I see these videos online of people that they'll they'll take a swig of water and hold it in their mouth and yes. they, they tell a joke and see if oh, they can hold it. Like a challenge. Yes. We're going to slap each other with like the... <laughs> well, oh, with the, the tortillas. With the tortillas. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> so here's what I want to do. I, I think some of the, the weirdest jokes are dad jokes because they're on that fence of being super funny or just absolutely terrible so i've got some here and i want to share them with you and i want you to give me a scale from one to five whether that's hilarious or that was terrible awful so five is great one is horrible yeah that's right okay, okay. all right ready yeah why are elevator jokes so classic and good because they work on so many levels that's actually I give that about good. a three. Yeah, I was going to say three, three or four. four. Three or yeah, four. Yeah. yeah. That's right. pretty good. Because you have to kind of think about that. Like my kids would probably go, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. That's really good. All right. So uh, what do you call a pudgy psychic? I don't know. A four chin teller. <laughs> I do like that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It might be a five, actually. Four yeah, chin teller. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So um, I used to hate facial hair, but then it kind of grew on me. <laughs> that it's one's a one. a pretty basic. Yeah. <laughs> it's a one. All right. How about this one? Why did Waldo go to therapy? Because he needed to find himself. <laughs> I like that because everybody's into the Where's Waldo? finding oh, themselves right, right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right. Last one here. Uh, actually, no, two, two more. Okay. Uh, what kind of car does a sheep like to drive? A Lamborghini. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> so bad. The fact is, we've laughed at every one of these. Even the ones that you're like, that's a one or a two. It's still funny. You'll get a chuckle, don't you? Yeah. All right. Last one here, and we'll see how you like this one. Why do melons have weddings? Because they can't elope. That's good. I like that. You ended on a good note. That's a five. That's a five. You did really well on that one. Glad you guys liked it. Good job. Well, we have wrapped up another podcast, this one being here in White County. And uh, so, man, it's so good to have Ben and Tammy here with us today. But, Mike, as we wrap things up, how can folks get stuff to us? So you can submit your questions. Um, You can message us on BLC uh, Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn accounts. Or you can email us at blcpodcast at benloman.net. we, we've had a few people email us and ask yeah. us questions. We've put it on a podcast, so mm-hmm. we love those. Feel free to do that. You can also listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and a bunch of other ones. And I will say this, being a Spotify user, we have a 5.0 rating out of 5 
on Spotify and quite a few reviews from so, from folks. So thanks so much Great. for the feedback that we've gotten. There's a lot of folks in our industry that have got podcasts that don't even have reviews. So to have a handful of reviews in there already and to be a 5.0, we want to thank folks for being able to reach out to us on that. Karen, many podcaster out yes, there. Yes, we love to focus on small businesses in our area and the things that they do well. So uh, who knows where we'll end up. We're always looking for businesses. Uh, reach out to us. Uh, if you think you excel at something which we know so many people do in our area uh give me a shout and we'll we'll interview you on the blc connection mini episode those ideas can come to us blc podcast at benloman.net it's a great way to be able to get to us all right and as far as next time next episode we do have no idea we got to get through fair we got to get through all this stuff that's going on so when we do get that for you it'll be a little bit of a surprise Mm -hmm. because it's not known to us at this time we always say we're going to do one at the fair Maybe we should think about that. Maybe we could. Yeah. Maybe we could go it's a lot of just if we could keep from being distracted. Now we might have an idea for September, though, right? Could have an idea for September. Yeah, could be. Okay. Could be. But, well, but, I mean, but, well, you're saying th- this but, is coming out in September to record one in September. But, just yeah, so but let's let's keep folks. that secure. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to <laughs> record one and eat a candied apple at the same time. So. All right. Let's get ready for our fair. Take the ride. Thanks so much for taking the ride with us here in uh, the episode 12 here of the BLC Connection podcast for Michael Lawrence, for Karen Wilson, for Tammy and Ben joining us today. We bid you adieu from Sparta and tell you thank you so much for listening. Stay safe and stay connected.